It is not our differences that divide us. It is our inability to recognize, accept, and celebrate those differences. I'm not always comfortable when a man tells me he's gay. I don't understand his world. But I do understand that he's part of mine. Part of mine. Part of mine. I don't understand his world, but he's part of mine. Part of mine. Part of mine. And Michael Sam tells the world he's gay. Tells the world he's gay, 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 gay. Michael Sam, you love another man. More comfortable with that. I don't understand his world, but he's part of mine. Part of mine. I don't understand his world, but he's part of mine. Part of mine. All right, let's kick this thing off. Let's do this. All right. All right. Oh, we're already recording. Well, yeah, but I mean, what does that really mean? Is anybody going to get the kickoff show that we just did? Or is it just <laughs> I think that's premium? just for us since, since I made a joke about you know what that we can't uh, make jokes about uh, anymore. What, so a, a really bad day to do it as well. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, episode 122. I'm not sure I get that reference. What is today? Well, it's Dirk's birthday. Yeah, it's Dirk's birthday. I don't, I don't understand why today would be a bad day. It's also Lynn Bias's death day. I believe it's James Gandolfini's death day too. <laughs> the day that he stopped believing. <laughs> the day that he took some inno explode and then his heart exploded. <laughs> Indeed. So episode 122 of Tell Me Where to Turn, you can uh, you can find the show at Where to Turn Pod, and you can find me at Glenn 3 underscore 11. You can find me at Tommy 2 underscore 0. And you can find me at Point Break underscore Dave. So to start the show, Glenn, we're gonna, this is going to become a regular segment to start every show. How's the new fence look in the backyard? Okay, so... Uh, progress has been made. Uh, we have decided to, we have torn down the directly affected panel by Superstorm 2019, uh, as well as the panel that connected to it. And, uh, we left the poles up on that one. Uh, but we took all the boards down. Did you just uh, do something to your mic? Cause it sounds terrible now and it sounded fine. Do we have a do we have a setting change yeah, we're here? Okay. Yeah, that sounds better. Okay, maybe I turned it up. I went too hot. Yeah, you got hot there for a second. So what I what I heard you saying over all the modulated noise was that you haven't done anything that actually costs any money yet. You went out there and moved some things around. That's another we way of saying it. Panel. We took down another portion of the fence. Hold, hold on, I'm I'm having trouble with this. We does that mean you? No, it's me and the wife. Because there's people that'll take down a fence and are actually very against fences from what I hear. <laughs> I, uh, I'm really good at taking stuff down, just not at building things. Fences, relationships, good rapport, things like that. Continuity so, in a podcast. Yeah, I yeah, hear so we So we took that down and then we got uh, went to the old Home Depot and we got, you know how they have like that bright orange kind of netting or whatever. Ah, yes. Has, yeah. Safety netting. That up. You so frequently find things. it around a hole. Yeah, yes. If you're able to find one, which is where I'm always looking. Uh, <laughs> but anyway, we, uh, 
didn't want the bright orange stuff, so we found something that's similar. That's it's like a green, a nice green color. It blends in very nicely. So, but I have just this giant gap in my fence where this stuff is just strung to the poles and zip tied for the time being. Which, the time being, I'm telling you, you're gonna keep asking me about this every week. Well, what I'm gonna Don't do is it. I'm gonna ask you about it every week, yeah, and then August. and then on twenty whatever our first episode of 2020 is, I'm gonna give you my PayPal number, and you're gonna send me my winnings of the bet that you won't have a new fence by 2020. Okay. We'll, we'll see. We'll see how that turns out. Have you called one fence company? No. I saw, I saw you tweeted, does anybody know any good fence companies? But that doesn't, that's not the same as calling a fence company. I didn't expect to get, I was, that was like a Hail Mary for a serious response that, some guy named Cecil that's like a friend of somebody is like, oh yeah, I have my own company and I do them real cheap. Why didn't? You, why don't you just call the uh, fence company you used last time? Well, uh, they're dead <laughs> and or in prison right now. <laughs> Told that story before. Yeah, that's that's a tough one. So were you were you kind of secretly hoping that somebody would respond and barter a fence for airtime on the podcast? Hey, you know, I was up for almost anything they wanted to trade for. <laughs> I'm doing it for free. Is it going to be like the fire festival? Like you were fully prepared if it was need, if it was necessary. <laughs> Get the mouthwash and everything. Oh man, that guy. Get all nervous getting in the car, heading into the building, yeah, to finalize the deal. So still, still, uh, no fence, and it's got this like just gap in the fence, which. I'll walk through the front room and you can see it out of the corner corner of my eye. And it still takes me by surprise like every day because I'm used to, you know, that being covered and I see that it's not. And every day I look like somebody ran through my fence or somebody's in my backyard, like if somebody's walking through the alley. So it's going to take some time to get used to it. Well, it doesn't or have to take some time. You, you could just call a fence company and build a fence. I have a feeling they're a little bit... uh backlogged at this point in time. I don't think they'd be getting out of here right out here right away. Yeah, but you know there's a real easy way to get that unbacklogged. Have lots of extravagant fence items to go with it. No, I'm just saying little little cash under the table. Man, get you right you to the top the of the plan for replacing this thing, there wouldn't be have to wouldn't have to be any extra cash. The plan in itself is probably gonna it's gonna take another DraftKings win. <laughs> You going board on board this time? And going there's there's landscaping and there's there are walls, there are fences, there are gates. It is uh levers, pulleys, the whole thing. Man, swing the the renderings, the renderings are gonna be drawn up and I'm gonna be just blown away. <laughs> it's gonna take a little time to finalize all this. Speaking of DraftKings, did you guys notice what promotion they kicked off a couple days ago that consumed every bit of my energy last baseball season and is back this year? Is yeah, this I know the about. play every day achievements, all that? No, that's actually been going on all season, but they they just brought back the, I think it's, I don't know what it is, 28 days or 30 days, and you have to have a player for every single team hit a home run. And I got obsessed with this contest last year and got all but one and was down to, I think, three days to go and did, you know, played a lineup where I had every hitter from whichever team. I don't remember. It was a team that was unexpected and couldn't couldn't close the deal, ran out of time. So I'm I'm obsessed with winning, winning the or getting the prize this year. Yeah, I feel like the last day or next to last day I got the 30th team last year, but I was just loading up on lineups. I would never play. And the whole thing's dumb. Cause you're just throwing away money just for, just for this achievement. Well, I solved the throwing away money part. You're looking at a guy who has 20 entries in two different 10 cent contests tonight, gentlemen. Uh, okay. And I, amongst the entries that I have going tonight, I have every single batter playing tonight <laughs> in a lineup. And I'm going to do this until I reach the achievement. I have a okay. plan. And I did it for the early games too. I had to do it in a 25 cent for the early games, but um, 
I'm off to a fast start. I'm not going to lie. So uh, they'll update the board tomorrow, but I'm thinking I'm going to have 12 already knocked out by this time tomorrow. I suppose that's the way to go. The, the cheap entry. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm just, yeah, I'm not going to throw uh, $70 a night playing lineups that I don't even think are good. Nope. My, uh, my, my play is I buy all the 10 cents and then I just wait till they post the lineups. And then I put batters one through five in one lineup and then six through nine in the next lineup and move on down the line. Let's keep up updating that progress every week. It's going to go along with my fence. It's going to go a little better than your fence because I'm actually committed to it. Okay. All right. Huh? Before we get into more important things, you guys want a quick three minutes in the big AEW pay-per-view. Okay. Cause you're the only one that watched it. So I yeah, watched. I did not ever get around to pulling the trigger. I watched the pre-show and that was it. I watched every second of it, and let me tell you this. There were three good matches on that thing. Out of what, ten? Yeah. Oh, no. And the three that were good were really good. I'll give them that. But, yeah. So, I'm going to go a little bit out of order, because one of the the first matches is the the only reason we're doing this. (laughs) Okay. Um, but the last three matches were the Dustin Rhodes versus Cody Rhodes, which was great. Little uncomfortable, though, because Dustin Rhodes uh, juices so bad. Like, he cut himself so deep. Like, he's just bleeding buckets. And they went for, like, 12 minutes afterwards. And you're just, like, sitting there thinking, man, his blood pressure's got to be getting low, man. Like, he's bleeding all over this ring. Yeah, I saw some of the pictures. I mean, it was uh, it's pretty extreme. A little excessive. It was, it was a little excessive. But, hey, that's what Dusty would have wanted. Dusty, Dusty no, bled on. Um, then the second to the last match was the, the Young Bucks, which I'd heard a bunch of about on the Independents, but never actually watched one of their matches. Went in fully expecting to hate them. Like, I just thought they were one of those trumped up, like, oh, they're cool. Those guys are awesome. Okay. <laughs> All right. Okay. They're fantastic. Good report. And then um, the final match was Chris Jericho, who's still great, against Kenny Omega. Chris Jericho, though, he's got some Kofi Kingston-type weird pecs going on. There's something weird. Really? Yeah. I mean, he's almost 50, so... Well, so is but Kofi yeah. Kingston. Yeah, there's something really, really strange going on with him. I didn't think Kofi was even 40 yet. No, Kofi's shockingly old. Uh, I'm looking. i to look this up. Um, so other than that, they had JR on commentary, which, as we all know, I'm a huge, we're all huge fans of JR. Yeah, I mean, uh, I'm the biggest Jim Ross mark there is. He... Seemed really lost, like in between matches, like all the what they were supposed to talk about, what they were supposed to plug, like really bad. But once the matches got going, he was still fantastic. He was good old Jr. Um, they had a uh, I don't remember if it was the Battle Royal or they had like a six man tag match that had Jungle Boy. Are you guys familiar with Jungle Boy? I'm not familiar that, with Jungle Boy. That's Luke Perry's kid. Yeah. I don't think Luke Perry was in attendance to watch him. Well, I'm sure the Riverdale filming schedule was pretty intense. He probably didn't have time to get there. But it's funny because he looks a lot like. I, I don't type. think I don't think the woman who currently lives in this house for free has any idea about this, and I didn't either. I'm I'm going to ask her as soon as this is over. He's his body type is like a if this can be imagined a smaller Finn Balor. Okay, which is, which is hard to believe. No, it's just but, a normal sized guy. I mean, he's not jacked like Finn Balor. I just this is Finn Balor's with, month too. So you guys go easy, okay? <laughs> so with that wrestling moniker, though, I, I'm glad he's Luke Perry's kid and not Tyler Perry's kid. <laughs> My goodness! Is this thing Especially still, is this on thing, this day, is this thing still on? 
Sorry, Kofi can you guys Kingston, hear me? thirty-seven years old. Is that not right? One hundred and thirty-seven <laughs> years old. I thought he was like forty-seven. Thirty-seven. Did you get He'll this from a reliable website? Thirty-eight on August the fourteenth. Interesting. So on August 10th, he'll be turning 38. <laughs> I don't think that's how that works. <laughs> what? I said August 14th, he'll be turning 38. What, what, what's, what's funny about that? I don't even understand. I don't know. All okay. right. So, so it, last bit here, because this is why we're doing this. So, right. Oh, I thought we were doing it because of Luke Perry. No, this is why we're doing it. So it may have been like the first or second match on the real show after the pre-show was going to be a uh, women's triple threat match. And this cast of characters is, is pretty funny. First they have a, uh, um, Oh, what was her name? I'm blanking on her ring name, but this girl is essentially doing the Bailey gimmick. Like, Everything about the Bailey gimmick, only she's less attractive. Only not as hot as Bailey, which is hard to do. <clears throat> Few women are. Then they have like a larger woman that's doing like the full Tatanka gimmick as her her outfit. Um, so they have the three in the ring, and then Cody Rhodes' girl, who I'm not sure if she wrestles, but she's involved. She comes down first. We need to see a lot more of her. Brandy <laughs> Rhodes, right? Yeah, she's yeah. she's got stuff. <laughs> she's a woman of color, is she not? Man, is your mic still on? That is the most My PC goodness. possible way of saying that. Yes. So anyway, so she comes down and she, you know, is because it's supposed to be a triple threat, and she's like, hey, you know, I when we announce this triple threat, triple threat. I told you it could be great, but I want it to be awesome. And as soon as she like emphasizes the word awesome, you knew big, the Miz was coming out. Big red letters, just like the Miz's entrance, pop up on the screen that say awesome. And I'm like, like I know the Miz is Maurice part of AEW. Like, what is this? Well, it turns out it's a wrestler who is like, she was basically Nia Jax before Nia Jax in the WWE called Karma. Okay. Who now goes by the name of Awesome Kong. <laughs> and that's the only reason we're doing this. The Awesome Kong. And I, as soon as I saw it, I was like, where's Glenn? <laughs> like, he would be losing his mind right now. And that's the wow. only reason we're doing this. So did, did the Awesome Kong just replace the Street Profits as your favorite wrestler? <laughs> Dude, Glenn and I will be fourth row for the Street Profits. Man. It's, tomorrow night, if we're playing radio, tomorrow night. It's killing me that I am so far away for this because I would love to be there with you guys. I can't wait. I hope there's, I mean, this is uh, what they would consider a house show. Am yes. I the right terminology? So there yeah. might be like one big name there. Um, I think prob- the problem I mean, the, with I the house show is not that the big names will be there. It's just that the matches are going to be a lot shorter and a lot less dynamic. Okay. Because there's no, there's no TV record of what happened. So I think that's, right. that's the more the risk you run. Which I'm having a hard time explaining to my son because there's a there's a WWE house show coming here next month and he is just killing me to go because they're showing the commercial all the time, um, and yeah, I just I, I think he's going to be disappointed because I think everything's just toned back so much. It's just not going to be the same. Yeah, they uh, at house shows though, and I don't know if they'll do it much in NXT, but like straight WWE house shows. Sometimes you'll get some uh, some funny uh, stuff that you wouldn't make TV just because they know you know there's no uh, broadcast of it. They'll do some do some funny stuff. But here, I believe one time Tommy coined that it was the summer of Tommy. The next two weeks are the summer of Dave. So listen <laughs> to this lineup. So if we're still putting ourselves in Friday shoes when this releases. Yesterday, my two kids went to stay with the grandparents for four days. 
So kid free time is always exciting. Oh yeah. I plan to I plan to use that time to date my wife. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh. Which is always important. Hopefully consensually. Then, <laughs> Saturday, Glenn and I are going to NXT. The next week I'm down in Austin for work, but most of Tuesday will be spent on a golf course with the leadership of I my endor- company. I endorse that. Then after that week, the next Monday, Glenn and I will be at Monday Night Raw. With Paul Bearer. With Paul Bearer. And then two short days after Monday Night Raw, I will spend five days in Las Vegas with Tommy2 underscore zero. That's right. Wow. That is a good two weeks right there. Man, that's all-star right there. <laughs> And speaking of Vegas, I wanted I'm gonna do something different this trip. I wanted to get you guys' opinion on it. I'm doing it, so you're not gonna talk me out of it. Cause it is Balor Club for everyone. Let's go with it. What is it? So I've I, I've historically when we go to Vegas, you know, at some point close to the trip, you'll make the trek down to the bank and get large bills out and you bring a fairly sizable wad of cash with you. And then you worry about it the whole time you're traveling because you've got it in your pocket and you're just nervous about leaving it somewhere. Not that you ever would, but it's just that whole toting it between when you leave your house and then you get it safely secured in the hotel room safe. is just, it's always a little unnerving. But I now am in possession of what I like to call unlimited free ATM access. I am not going to bring any cash with me on this trip, and I am going to withdraw it at the casino. Hmm. It's a bold strategy. Yeah. See if it works out. But I am going to trust that the free ATM applies around the horn, and I'm going to, in the uh, casino ATM, spit out $100 bills, so that's actually just as easy as going into the bank. I haven't used an ATM for any large withdrawals. Isn't there a limit, though? I may have already handled that with my financial institution. That will not be an issue. Because usually there's like a default $300 or $400 a day limit in case somebody gets your card. Let's just put it that my limit has now been increased to include a comma. (laughs) And if if it gets beyond that... Then, uh, then it's probably in place for a good reason. What floor of the Mandalay Bay are you guys staying, <laughs> staying on? The one with the best views. Yeah. Oh, okay. That makes sense. Where are you staying? The Mirage. Which one is that? Is that the, the one, one that used to do the Tiger Show? Yes. Former yes. home of Siegfried and Roy's show. Current okay. home of Siegfried and Roy's Secret Garden. Home of the volcano that erupts at 7, 9, 11, and 10.30. Right. Wait a minute, I said that all wrong. Yeah. <laughs> right. We'll clean you, that up later. Yeah, we'll edit that in post. It's my favorite place to stay on the strip. Mine as well. Man, we're getting, we're getting frozen Glenn. Uh, this is unbelievable. Oh, I'm back. Will you, will you pay your internet bill one time? Was your router secured to the part I'm of the fence that is the money order to come in? Gosh, there he, he's. It's like uh, it's like we've just reverted back to like dial-up AOL, and we're waiting for it to connect. It's on step five, signing in, and Glenn has disappeared from oh, the no. show. There you go. Can you hear us now, Glenn? I'm still here. what's funny too is i can see you guys in split screen and you're like in perfect hd and glenn is just completely frozen and then occasionally unfreezes the pixelated xfl logo on his t-shirt i can hear you can you hear me yes i think you're back i only see see point break dave which which i think i'm okay with well i'm here (laughs) well derek is here I hear you like you're on an AM radio from 1975. Well, I can assure you that in the finished product, I'm going to sound great because all of my connections are strong and secure. Hello? Well, hello. Hey. 
have uh, a connection, but still pretty spare. Yeah. Did you? Uh, is there any way you can stretch a cable in there? Uh, no, because I'd have to have one to be able to do it. Ah, that's a problem. Well, tell us about Ricochet. Oh, okay. So, you haven't heard this rumor? No, well, I hadn't until you told me about it earlier today. I had not heard this rumor. I try to stay off those kind of websites, sir. Okay. So, it appears that our good friend Ricochet might be the official iRumor. I've not seen video evidence or pictorial evidence, but Ricochet may be the Amon Shumpert of the WWE. So he is now the official wrestler of this podcast. Is that what you're telling us? He is is certainly on the list. You have the... the, AEW has the awesome Kong. (laughs) WWE has the awesome Dong. And it's Ricochet. That's what I'm here to tell you. So you said you haven't seen evidence. Is it like an Amon Shumpert type picture or is it more, uh, what's the word? Thermos? (laughs) More clear as in no fabric outline. Are you actually getting the real deal? We're not talking about working. We're talking about he's just standing next next to a mall or he's in front of a mirror type difference. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Um, all I was told was that it's just a, a picture where it's just him and no one else. And then the other comment, not my comment, just said that uh, after seeing it, I'm surprised that Casey Catanzaro can even walk. <laughs> okay, all right. She's already only like four foot six. And now, like, and like half of that is <laughs> occupied. Oh goodness! So you think that's why he does the six thirty instead of a three sixty? Is because once you get all that inertia going, you can't stop it; it just keeps spinning, <laughs> just like that perpetual motion kind of thing. Would that help him in next year's Money in the Bank? Can he just l- lasso it? like the the female NXT res, wrestler that has the really long ponytail or whatever yeah. that she hits everybody with. Exactly. He's got a new finishing move. It's that. <laughs> As Cesaro is just standing there in shock. <laughs> so anyway, yeah, basically Ricochet looks like Santonio Holmes every time he gets out of the shower, apparently. So good, uh... Good for him. Good. And welcome back to the show, too. Oh, we sound clear now. It's getting it's getting better. No, your uh your video is clearer now too. So I, th- I think I think whatever was troubling us we've put behind us. I think I don't know. Uh I don't know. I disconnected a few things to make sure we didn't have any too many devices running at the same time. And uh yeah, so it was some troubleshooting, if you will. <laughs> Yeah, just took place. So real pretty advanced. high tech. I don't want to get into it. Just, but I still haven't built my fence either. <laughs> since I've been, since we've been doing the show remote, since I've been telling you the whole time, just go on Amazon and order you a nice seventy-five foot network Thanks, cable. You're all set. Yeah, I haven't quite gotten around to that yet, but we're we're working on it. It's on the list. <laughs> Maybe you could find a company that does network cables and fences and just kill two birds with one stone. <laughs> what a magical place. Like the Costco of home errands. What? No. So when we <laughs> were when we were group texting earlier today getting prepped for the show, Glenn was like, guys, look, I gotta talk about Pride Month. It's very important okay. to me. So uh it is the month. That's for everybody. We've established that. And uh, from what I found, companies have different ways they go about recognizing this uh, glorious set of 30 days. So I don't know if either one of your companies has 
done anything to say, hey, we're we're an ally, if you will? Oh, they have. In fact, I'll, okay. uh, while, while you're to, talking, I'll to, pull it up here so you guys can see it. I'll hold it up to the screen here. To what lengths have they gone? Like a Chan Ho Park or Ricochet? <laughs> <laughs> I would say definitely more Chan Ho Park. And they, uh, it, it was really just a public statement that they released on social media. Not, uh, not anything physical in the office. So this is just a, uh, just a social media post that was made. Looks like they might have invested in some graphics. Oh, whoa. whoa. Hey. Is the uh is the like Twitter logo for your company now rainbow? No, but a lot of people do that. So uh a lot of people have so been doing I'm gonna that. I'm going to hold this up to the to the camera here. Don't uh disclose the name of the company, but just give you a feel here. You can see what they've done. Okay, I see. Yep. Hey, look, a bunch of flags. Yeah, so they they showed a bunch of flags. They used a bunch of different color emoji hearts. Let's make sure we're getting every letter in there. We we, we enunciated. We're good. We nailed it. And it Can just says uh, it says it, here's what it says. It says at uh, this company, Tommy's company, company, we are proud to foster a culture of inclusion, respect, and equality for all. Sending love and support to our colleagues and friends celebrating Pride Month. Happy Pride. Happy Super Bowl. I'm, I'm fine with that. A lot of it seems like very common sense and just treat human beings like they're human beings, but we have to we have to do this dance yeah. around all this stuff. So the post got 328 thumbs up, 121 hearts, and then one guy went with the frowny face. So congrats Whoa. to you, that one guy that uh, <laughs> is probably no longer has a job. <laughs> that decided to just let her rip, let the frowny face rip. So, wow, Dave, any uh, experience with this or testimony? No, no, my company is is very small and not enough in the public eye that they feel one way or the other. But I would like to just like to say this: Does it feel a little bit? Like I was scrolling through Twitter, every company I follow, every corporate account has the, does it feel sort of forced and not forced, but I guess here's like not point. forced like ricochet, <laughs> I guess like ricochet has got to force it. I'm sure. I think like the first parade i don't know i don't know if month was instituted back then but like the first parade was like 1970 right but the i don't know i didn't google this beforehand i thought they'd been having parades long before that i had parades back in the parades related coliseum days in rome but what i'm saying is like when the I guess it was still a minority of the population. Less than half was on board with this. Oh, here we go. Boy, I'm listen. This is point <laughs> break. Just, point break. Just Dave me, talking right now. Just let me say this. I'm just saying no companies were doing any of this until it reached a critical mass where everyone was already on board. Now they're all trying to jump on the bandwagon. Trying when, to outdo each other. Yeah. Like when, this movement could have actually used support. Everyone was backing away. Right. And then it's like, oh, everyone's cool. All right, now look at us. Yeah, look at, look at how friendly that we are. So uh, my company, uh, rather large company, but they basically put something like on the company, company intranet site. I mean, it's there, like it's on the cover page. You know, anytime you log on or whatever, it's right there. But that was basically it. But... I have uh, two people I know sent me uh, just a quick pick early in June when they got to work. Uh, one person I know got to work and got to their desk, and everybody at their desk had something that said, like, Happy Pride Month, you know, celebrating uh, LGBTQ plus and all that. And what accompanied was, that note was a small pack of Skittles and some Starburst. So taste, taste the, the rainbow. rainbow I mean, it's applicable. Right. But I'm also thinking 
what advances the uh, the gay cause more than a bunch of fruit flavored candy? <laughs> and how? What what is the cutoff on there? Would does sweet tarts have enough different colors to make it work, or is that? I don't know. We already know the story about Skittles. Was that during February or was that June when they? That was June. Okay, when well, they tried to do this whole thing and say we don't see color, but then all the Skittles are just white. <laughs> do you think? Do you think that either one of those companies, when they were invented, ever thought that they would be reduced in? Well, not even reduced, but in 2019, that they would be the champion of those causes. Like, do you think that's where they thought the end game was when they decided to make a multicolored snack? No. I mean, if you're making candy bars, make candy bars. That's what they should do. We shouldn't care what Mars or the Heinz company or anything like that. What kind of political stance or societal stance? You make your product, we consume it. That's it. Yeah. I'm, it. But it gets them a bunch of shares on Twitter and oh. Facebook. You, know, you treat your employees a certain way, but I'm not an employee. Just give me your ketchup or your cookies. I don't care what all, all these other things. So the other example I got, a picture I got, said, hey, check this out in the lobby when I walked in. And this this company has a very large headquarters that's uh, in this area. And they have, like, this big staircase in, like, the main entryway or whatever. Just I don't know how many... Uh, balloons of various primary colors along the railing of the staircase all the way up. And of course, my first question, well, my first statement was, well, that's cool. You know, they're willing to do that. It took a lot of effort, you know, uh, good. You know, it's a positive company statement or what have you. My first question was what they do during February. And I just got like the silence ellipses for the entire <laughs> message. And I'm like, oh, cool. Huh. Only twenty eight days and they get in, in oh and don't get any balloons either. So good place you're uh working for there. Oh. Would you like an update on the guy who left a frowny face? Yes. He's also yeah. left a comment with just a picture, and I am now going to hold the picture up to the camera for your enjoyment. Let's see a picture of Dale Earnhardt. Oh, oh. So this oh, no. not an employee ever, right? <laughs> I'm guessing that this guy is not an employee because I feel like that would almost could almost be constituted as a threat. Yeah. Yeah, that's Yeah, that's not good. That's going pretty hard. That's not a it's not a positive message that we're uh sending there. So wow. I'm I'm in shock after that. After seeing that flag on fire. <laughs> oh, goodness. All right. The hell else were we going to talk about? No, I can, uh, I Do can you hear... certainly consult the show notes. Do you want to hear uh, stories of Dave's kids getting him in hot water socially? Oh, these are always good. So are they parroting your political beliefs that you thought were private to your own home? No, sir. Thoughts about maybe some Southern construction projects that you have <laughs> privately been very vocal that need to happen. So, and this was like in the span of like, I think it was maybe not the same week, but within a 10 or 12 day span. So we're, Walking through, I believe it was Target. So it's me and uh, my two kids, one who was four at the time. And we see a lady kind of comes out of an aisle, right? Like we're walking, just kind of walks out suddenly right in front of us. And she's wearing, I believe it's a niqab, which is the full face covering, like just the eye holes are cut out. Ah, uh, yes. Okay. So, like everything else. So, the reverse Ninja Turtles, if you can <laughs> picture that. It's very offensive. Was she was red, orange, purple, or blue? I believe it was a dark 
color, maybe black or dark gray. Oh, I think okay. he was trying to guess if she was Donatello or not. Oh, yeah. I, I got you. I wasn't call- I wasn't following you. That's all right. So, obviously, growing up in this area, has it the four year old hasn't seen that before? Uh, this this is all fair. Gonna S- ask questions. So the four year old goes with a very four year old reaction of. Hey, Daddy, that lady's wearing a costume. <laughs> That's okay. She doesn't know. And I don't think the lady cared. Of course, I couldn't tell. Like, I couldn't read a facial expression or anything. <laughs> but there was another lady who was trying to be the PC police who just, like, looked at me, like, in utter, like, just mortified. And, like, I didn't say anything. We just kept going. I'm like, what is she's for? I haven't, like taking her around right. the globe to yeah. show her <laughs> for cultural the- sensitivity training for every part of the world. And, and to be fair to her, if, if some guy from uh, Scotland came in there wearing a kilt, she would probably say, Hey, why is that guy wearing a dress? So I exactly. feel like you're fine here. I also feel like that's probably the correct reaction. If she had one of like fear, that means your household is probably preaching the wrong message. <laughs> right. Right. Which that's, that's the part that doesn't compute for me. Well, I think the story must be made up. <laughs> but then, so yeah, I, like, go ahead. I was going to say, I've had a couple of those recently that consistent with the, the current month. Um, we walked into a uh, local Burger King a couple weeks ago, and the uh, individual working the register, I believe, was uh, possibly in transition, just maybe hasn't transitioned completely. Like he's and got like half his fence built, but he doesn't have the he has like the netting up, but he doesn't have the new panels replaced yet. Yeah, he's got to got to put up some some paneling. Got to remove got to remove the pole. She's <laughs> going with no poles, all all paneling. So we get our order. Was this a taco restaurant? What? No. Okay. So, but it wasn't a hot dog restaurant. It was like a. It, I just said it was Burger King. Oh, okay. <laughs> so they don't have tacos there. They don't. Like fish tacos or... No, no okay. no tacos. All right. They have chicken fries. Huh. That's kind of irrelevant, good. but... No. It's yeah, get the order. We're standing over, uh, fill, up the, uh, fill up the drinks, and uh, one of mine just, not in a whisper whatsoever, just says, Dad, is that a guy or a girl? <laughs> I was just, I was just, I said, son, don't worry about it. We'll talk about it when we get the truck. Yeah. <laughs> and and then we, we did. And, and, and then you got in the truck and you're like, look, and, and you're not going to read this in any in. textbook, but let me tell you how this <laughs> really goes. And I turned the radio up real loud and he was talking to me. And I'm just like, I don't know, man. I don't I can't hear you. I had a, I had a similar one in a restaurant um, and it's not a, not to the level of yours. Yours is better. Uh, I've got one that's going to be better than both yours, but I'm going to save it for a second. I'm going to go ahead and throw that out there. I feel pretty confident that I could say it's the best. But did have a, a similar incident. Uh, we went to a pizza restaurant, and the the um, waiter was overly friendly, and he, was, he just looked to me like a guy that would be at every Jimmy Buffett concert. He just had real long hair and a, a hat and just a good old jolly dude. But my son was convinced it was a woman because he had long hair, which I don't understand. But he loudly said when the guy walked by, after I told him like three different times it was a guy, the third time, and I know the guy heard it, he was like, yeah, Dad, you're right, that is a guy. <laughs> and, yeah, and, and there was this was this was terrible. Like on his part, like I'm blaming the kid on this one. Like where Dave says he gives his kid a pass, mine mine was just being stupid, but... Still did, yeah, did get to point it out to uh, Margaritaville, our waiter. So since we're in that theme, my second one was also along those lines, but it was my wife and the four-year-old going to, uh, I believe it was Ulta. It's like a makeup store. So oh, I know. I'm familiar. Yeah, you see those credit card charges every month <laughs> like I do, don't you? Perhaps. But, Oddly, the uh, the greeter when they walk in was a dude, like short hair, guy clothes, but f- like flawlessly made up 
as a woman. And my four-year-old, who suffers from the Point Break Dave smile talking, <laughs> loudly giggles and goes, Mom, he's dressed like a girl. <laughs> like right to the guy's face. So insensitive. That is insensitive. Should be That's shameful, in fact. <laughs> well, I was just, we were just at the movies on uh, Sunday evening. Took in a nice uh, Father's Day movie with the family. And uh, this individual who was probably a teenager, 16, 17 years old, I don't think they were trying to switch sides or, you know, alternate or anything like that. They were just kind of who they were. But apparently my youngest one thought it was a girl. And the dude comes in. He's got to go to the bathroom. He's washing his hands. We get done with our business in there. And the guy's leaving. And while my youngest one's washing his hands, he's like, Dad, why was there a girl in the men's bathroom? Which I'm hoping the guy had exited. But no, I mean, not even like a whisper or anything. Like, he was mad about the situation. Well, he was just trying to... He likes it when people follow the rules. And, well, he, and, don't he, we all? Yeah, he's he's a you big uh, Dan Patrick and, and Greg Abbott supporter. <laughs> he's like, to, what is that girl doing in here? <laughs> you have to talk to him, yeah. Next time you're at Target, be like, listen... <laughs> Wait, here's Just get prepared. Here's my sign the screen. Always brings up the great question of who goes to the bathroom at Target. Still one of the most important points ever made on the show. Here's my here's my end all be all. This is the my go to story. This is the one this is the one that takes the cake. Will always be funny. When my wife was pregnant with our daughter, so my son would have been four or five years old. This is a few years ago. We went to an OB's office where you had to show your W-2 to become a patient there. There was no riffraff allowed in this place. This was high-end only. But the way this hospital worked is there large hospital. There was, you know, eight, nine, ten large OB groups within proximity of the hospital. There was one guy that did the sonograms, and everybody went here. So this place always ended up being a backlog. So you would walk in this place and it's packed with all a very diverse population, which is good. I support diversity. Um, I'm, I'm a champion for diversity. So we're going to look at the baby on the sonogram. We wanted to bring the son with us to see it. Well, quick sidebar, because this has happened a couple of times. I'm very careful, especially at that age, what my kids watch on TV. The, the worst situations have always occurred in waiting rooms for doctor's offices for some reason. It's because they always have those stupid daytime talk shows on. You know, they have Wendy Williams on or something, and there's there's always a, some kind of an iffy subject matter or something going on. They usually have the volume jacked up, and it's very uncomfortable for the kids. So I don't – this is a situation I've already run into before where I don't like it. So we walk into this waiting room, and it was right during one of the riots. So it was, it was after some police violence – and there, the what's night before, the, uh, there had been... What's the makeup of the waiting room? It's diverse. It's not okay. one way or the other. There's a lot of diversity represented in this waiting room. And it's quiet and it's cramped. So th- th- there's not a lot of noise in there. There's not a lot of activity. They have one large TV on the back and it's playing the... I guess it was on CNN. And they're just running on a loop the riots of last night. And it's just like four or five of the same shots. You know, somebody running out and throwing a, you know, lit something and people turning over a car, and it's, it's a race riot. So we walk in there, wife's checking in, I've got my son with me, and like as soon as I see what's on TV, I'm like, okay, we're going to go wait out in the, we're going to go wait outside, because I don't, I don't need him being exposed to this, it's just, it's violent and inappropriate. And I said, we got to go, let's go outside, why do we have to leave? And he's starting to get a little bit belligerent, and I said, we got to go, there's too many people in here, we're going to wait outside the door, they'll call us in. And then he says the line that, if I was in the waiting room, I would have just stood up and apply, applauded. But he said, Dad, why are all those basketball players trying to turn over that car? <laughs> oh, my goodness. Yeah. And I just grabbed him, picked him up, scooped him up in my arms, and walked out and said, Son, sometimes people do bad things. I don't know what to tell you. But this How'd that play? Be. I don't know, because as soon as he said that, I scooped him up and walked out, and I never, never stopped to gauge the reaction of the group afterwards. I just kept moving. And I'm guessing the the video footage being... It wasn't... 
It wasn't Dirk turning over a car. No, it was not Dirk. It was not Luca. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So that that is my uh, that is my kids say unfortunate things moment. I don't. Uh, I don't know. Well, I missed the story for the. But that's okay. I'll hear it on uh, here in a couple yeah, days. You can listen on the podcast and laugh. Well, your mic's distorting again. I think wow. uh, I think this might be a good time, gentlemen, to uh, go ahead and listen to the race control and ad- adhere to the black flag before. Uh, well, actually, I guess we should we would adhere to the uh, command to come in before they show us the black flag. To use the NASCAR analogy, do you have anything else? I, I, one last story. All right. Well, let's see if we can get through this without uh, without your mic breaking up. Okay. This is very quick. This is at work recently. We had a, a situation we're dealing with at work. It's not, it's not employees of ours, but uh, clients of ours, I guess, if you will. And there's a case where a young female was unfortunately uh, – Assaulted on uh, on a business trip by a fellow employee, and we are discussing this case and we're running through details and how it applies to what we do and you know how it should be handled and and whatnot. We'll just leave that aside. Was the uh, get assault of a sexual ahead. nature? Yeah, it was. Okay, well that's unfortunate. which brings me to 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 the main point of the story is we get through discussing the situation or whatever. And uh, we're just kind of talking about how, man, I wonder if this is, uh, wonder if this is legit or not. So you can find anybody on the internet, especially through their LinkedIn, if they're a professional. So I find the uh, alleged perpetrator to set assault. Find his LinkedIn page. We go ahead and scroll down and get some information on him. And uh, the most of the parties had left the room, but there's one person I felt like that I could uh, confide in and make this comment. So I scrolled down and he was like, you think this guy did it? And I'm like, of course he did. Check this out. He just graduated from Baylor three months ago. Oh, there you have it. <laughs> C-A-B. Work most of the day. C.C. Mike there Hernandez. All the best. Only the best. Mike, appreciate you listening to the show, pal. <laughs> Go Bears. Matt Rule's getting that thing right, turned well, around. Uh, thank God for Ricochet and happy June to everybody. Yeah.